Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, the Fannie Mae Home Purchase Sentiment Index. It fell one and a half per points to 85 in August, but continued its gradual climb upward for the same period last year. We've got more details coming up. And when you hear the name McAfee, do you think cybersecurity? Well, John McAfee, he is the pioneer who got so much of this cybersecurity online rolling. We're going to be speaking to him in this half hour as well. Now let's get right back to Charlie Pellet in the Bloomberg Newsroom with a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I thank you very much, Kathleen Hayes. Thank you, Pim Fox, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ. They are all lower. Stocks dropping from near record levels. The dollar gaining as traders digest mixed data in the U.S. economy amid bets, interest rates will stay low. This update is brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit SectorSPDRS.com or call 1-866-SECTOR-ETF. The U.S. economy grew at a modest pace in July and August as a strong labor market failed to put much upward pressure on wages and prices. That is according to the Federal Reserve's Beige Book Report. It said, quote, in general, expectations of wage growth for the coming months were modest and price increases, quote, remain slight overall. So where does all of this Leave the Federal Reserve at this month's Fed meeting. Bruce Kasman is chief economist at J.P. Morgan Securities. He was interviewed moments ago right here on Taking Stock. I think there's a case for a rate hike in September. I don't think the Fed is going to decide to raise rates in, in September. I think they're more likely to use the meeting to basically set us up that if things continue, uh, that uh, as they expect, that they're going to move at the end of the year. U.S. airlines climbing the most in almost two months after Southwest said it would slow capacity growth next year. Southwest shares up 4.5%. American Airlines up 5.4%. UAL, parent of United and Continental, up by 5.2%. Billionaire activist Bill Ackman taking aim at Chipotle Mexican Grill. Chipotle up 5.7%. Apple out with the new iPhone 7, down one-tenth of 1%. And now let's look at some of the other stories making news. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Matt Miller. Donald Trump says his foreign policy would aim to achieve peace through strength and focus on diplomacy, not destruction. In a speech in Philadelphia today, the Republican presidential nominee also said if he wins, he'll instruct his generals to come up with a plan within 30 days to defeat and destroy the Islamic State. President Obama is paying tribute to survivors in Laos who were hurt by leftover bombs from the Vietnam War. Bloomberg's Michael Barr has the story. President Obama toured a rehabilitation center in the Laotian capital. The president says the U.S. has a profound moral and humanitarian obligation to work to prevent more bloodshed from the remnants of the U.S. bombardment. These bombs have taken the lives of farmers working in the fields, traders gathering scrap metal, children playing outside who thought these small metal balls could be turned into a toy. On Tuesday, President Obama pledged Laos $90 million over three years for cleanup efforts. Michael Barr, Bloomberg Radio. Florida Republican Congressman David Jolly brought some unusual guests with him to the House floor. Jolly showed his fellow lawmakers a jar of 100 live mosquitoes trying to highlight the fear of Zika that Floridians are living with. 
Can you imagine, colleagues, the fear and anxiety in this chamber if these hundred mosquitoes were outside this jar, not inside this jar? Members of Congress would run down the hall to the physician's office to be tested. They would spray themselves before coming down here. This is the fear of Floridians right here. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by over 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Matt Miller. This is Bloomberg. And we thank you. U.S. equities, Laura Little changed right now with the S&P down two points to 2183, a decline of one-tenth of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock, the Fed in focus on Bloomberg Radio. The Federal Reserve just released its Beige Book anecdotal summary of the U.S. economy gathered from its 12 district banks. The Fed is focused on jobs. The Fed is focused on inflation. The Fed is focused on the consumer. And certainly uh, a look at housing is very important. One of the reasons people argue the Fed should be very wary of raising rates too quickly is that low mortgage rates have helped lower home affordability and have helped keep the housing sector steady and growing. Doug Duncan joins us now. He's senior vice president and chief economist at Fannie Mae in Washington, D.C. He's going to share share with us Fannie Mae's newly released consumer survey of attitudes on housing. Doug, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, first of all, let's take a, the beige book. Uh, really, as, as Bruce Kasman from J.P. Morgan just said, they don't call it beige for nothing. Really, <laughs> when you run through it, it seems there's nothing so striking about it. Just a view that the economy's moving along, kind of steady, not a lot of momentum, but maybe not a lot of uh, pullback either. What do you see, Doug? Definitely not very exciting. Our our forecast for the year is unchanged for the beginning of the year, a little less than uh, – 2% growth, which is not very exciting. We, we don't – from the Fed's perspective, um, you know, they're trying to prepare the market for some – a move we, we would agree not until the end of the year at least. In fact, in our own forecast, we don't have them moving until next year. We think the, the uh, third quarter numbers will be stronger, but uh, some move back in, in December. They, they talk about being data dependent, but they don't describe exactly which data. So it's a little hard to tell. Um, clearly, employment data is part of it. And the market took the most recent employment report as uh, putting them off of September. We would agree with that, even though in the long run, our view is to sustain the unemployment rate at a level a constant level only takes between 80 and 120,000 jobs a month. So if they want to use that for a justification, they can, but the market's not prepared for it in September. Doug Duncan, can you explain how you formulate the Fannie Mae Home Purchase Sentiment Index and what is it telling us currently? Uh, sure. It's a, we survey a thousand households a month. We've been doing that for a number of years now. Out of that, we took a look at all the questions that we ask and ask which are most influential on the, on affecting the attitude of people about buying a house because it's buying a house that we think is the housing sector's largest contribution to economic growth. And, um, those, Questions include things like, is it a good time to buy a house? Is it a good time to sell a house? In the next 12 months, what do you think house prices will do? In the next 12 months, what do you think mortgage rates want to do? Uh, about six questions. They're intended to look forward in time over the next 12 months. What does your attitude tell you about the housing market? So the most recent release, 
was down slightly from the all-time high. Now, we've been doing this since about 2010, so it hasn't gone through a full housing cycle, so we caution people, don't overinterpret what you're seeing. And it varies a little bit from month to month. But over the course of the past year, it's been largely aligned with our forecast, which is for about a 4% growth in total home sales this year. People are increasingly confident about the stability of their employment, and they've seen reasonable progress on their financial outlook. Well, Doug, it's interesting to me that the net share of Americans who say it's a good time to buy a house increased for the third consecutive month. It rose by a percentage point in the latest survey to 34%. But those who say it's a good time to sell fell five percentage points from an all-time high in July, uh, and it fell to 15%. Uh, people don't expect prices uh, to go up as much. Are, is this just reflecting the fact that prices already went up so much that the, the sellers are facing reality? I'm a little bit surprised that buyers are still so optimistic when in many places they are facing prices that are so much higher. Yeah, it is. Uh, it seems a little bit uh, contradictory, although I would say part of it is seasonal. That is, for those who wish to sell a house, we're past the seasonal peak in home sales. So that's probably being picked up a little bit by the good time to sell. In terms of the good time to buy, well, it's a fairly small increase, and I think that probably goes along with their attitude about the stability of their employment and their prospects for their household financial uh, uh, progress. The, no question, the biggest hurdle today is the lack of adequate supply, particularly at the low price points. In some markets on the West Coast, for example, one month supply at the current pace of sales. That's leading to significant price increases uh, in many of those markets, particularly, as I said, at the low end, which is where the first-time home buyers typically are. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the West Coast because I'm wondering if you could tell us, is there anything that we should know about geographically? Because housing is a local business. Yeah, the, there's the, the the question is, are, are builders able to build in the local jurisdiction at a price point that would meet the the uh, financial ability of households who would like to buy? And clearly, in a number of West Coast markets, which have been very strong in employment and are restrictive in terms of development, uh, housing has become unaffordable uh, in in a number of those uh, of those markets. That, that's really the big question is, will the supply side grow uh, and slow the pace of price increases? Thank you very much for spending time with us. Doug Duncan is Senior Vice President and Chief Economist for Fannie Mae, based in Washington, D.C., home to Bloomberg 99.1 and 105.7 HD2. This is Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. My co-host, Kathleen Hayes. This is Bloomberg. Bed in Focus brought to you by Willoughby since 1898, New York City's boutique camera store for precision crafted Hasselblad and Leica cameras, plus a full selection of GoPro action adventure cameras. Willoughby's at the corner of 5th Avenue and 31st Street.